new microphones for everybody. Let's get some ones with arms. I mean, this one's got legs. That's close. No, it's crap. It's not close. <laughs> it's garbage. <laughs> it's fucking Chinese-made karaoke really? <laughs> microphone. It's not good. Yeah, we need to upgrade. Gentlemen, boys and girls, and children over the age of 21, welcome to the Hop Nation USA podcast. I'm your host, Sam, and we are gathered here together for episode 36. Now, I believe that is the right episode, right? You got it right, boy. Sometimes I get a little bit confused because <laughs> I'm not here all the time, and I just want to make sure we're on the right episode. I mean, 36 is a big number. That's not one you want to screw up. You did it right. You got it. We're there. This this podcast is now older than all of us. And it actually has been, I guess, for a couple of episodes. Right, yeah. Yeah, none of us are 36 if or each, even 35. If yet. each episode was the equivalent of a year. <laughs> right, yeah, you might have to change your scales a little bit there. Yeah. Well, I mean, in podcast age, yeah, 36 I, is pretty long. I guess. Yeah, exactly. That, that, Most people don't make it to 36. So are we now the grizzled vets of the podcast world? No, we're not the grizzled vets, but, you know. We're definitely longer than a lot. <laughs> or off the rookie contract. Yeah. I'm all right with that. Yeah. Well, I guess it depends. Depends on what sport you're playing. Because after 36 games, if you're playing baseball or hockey, you're not going to be off the right. rookie contract. I think, I think, I think, Football, yes. I think we're still on a hockey two-way. Yeah, but man, you guys are changing scales on me left and right. I know. <laughs> Your units are all messed up. All right, so I'm Sam. Now, in case, <laughs> as we all know, shut because, up, nerd. We're gonna keep talking because I talked about that at the beginning of the show to let everybody know who was talking, who was on the podcast again. You know, the one of the esteemed hosts. So, with me as always, Steve and Adam. Just in case the audience didn't know, why don't you guys say hello to everybody listening out there today? Hello. Hi. All right, well, let's get into the show. All right. That was uh, a great introduction from everybody. The enthusiasm uh, is palpable. It's well, a, I'm disappointed, and I'll tell you why. Why? Uh, you, you had your chance to say hi, and all yeah. you said was hi. You said one word. No, but we had a, we had a, a very special guest lined up. Uh, we actually had Brooke Shields lined up uh, to join us today, and she canceled on us last minute. And so now I'm kind of sad. She was in the area. Where is this uh, going? No, that's it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sad because she's not here. Yeah, now I'm sad that she's not here, and the audience is also sad because they were expecting Brooke Shields to be on the show today, or at least I think they were, because I was expecting, why would they not? I was expecting some long, drawn-out pun to get to some sort of Blue Lagoon nope. reference or something. Just No. She's well, not on the show this week, so I'm kind of disappointed. All right. Well, if there's one if there's one thing though that we can agree upon, it's that Brooke Shields loves dessert. I bet she does. <laughs> and even even better than that, she loves dessert beers. Wait, are you calling Brooke Shields fat? No. <laughs> you no. better because then she won't come back on the no, show. No, no, I'm not, I'm not calling her fat, but I'm saying you she, know, just she loves likes her dessert, dessert, and she also likes to work really hard on her figure so that she can continue to eat those delicious desserts and drink some of that delicious dessert beer. So in honor of Brooke. Shields. Even though she isn't here today, we are going to be talking about dessert beers, and we're going to be drinking some of them in her friggin' honor. Mm-hmm. So, Steve, what would Brooke Shields drink first if she were on the show today? I mean, knowing how Brooke Shields really well, I can't even <laughs> believe I'm going along with this. But I don't know what the fuck this is. But knowing Brooke Shields, you know, sweet tooth, she would definitely love some Neapolitan ice cream. 
and for you know as we all know that's that ice cream that you get at every birthday party that has a little bit of vanilla chocolate and uh strawberry mm-hmm. that's just the lazy leftovers <laughs> right or since i was always the youngest child it was always the strawberry and the vanilla right because the yeah, chocolate everybody was already wants, gone everybody wants chocolate first <laughs> everybody wants the chocolate first <laughs> you know why is that though let's before, let's put a pause on getting into this beer why in the hell does neapolitan ice cream really exist like, and, and why did parents buy that for children's birthday parties because they also have just the half and half right the chocolate Chocolate and vanilla, but there's also the kids did, that yeah. have strawberry, right? Sweet tooths. Yeah, that, I think it, strawberry ice cream. It, it, I enjoy it once in a while. Really? I like it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Expand your horizons, man. Well, I like, had it many times when I was a child, and I, I haven't had it recently, I guess. But I don't. I like strawberry yogurt. Strawberry yogurt is really good. I like my strawberry milk. I like my strawberry ice cream. I think you need to revisit. Revisit. Yeah, Go back I to I it. See what's up. Cold Stone Creamery is right down the road. Yeah, see, maybe I will. See what see what Halo is bringing out. I bet they have Halo drop. Yeah, they might yeah. have some strawberry. I know they have a red velvet, but anywho, we're detracting. So let's get in. Get back to this beer because this I'm not this detracting beer. Shit. What? I'm all about this. No, not retracting. Detracting. Detracting. Yeah, hey, detracting shit. This is a great conversation. We're talking Neapolitan. But we don't have any beer in our glass. We don't have any we beer. Can you're, detracting from, you're detracting from beer getting into our <laughs> <Yes>. bellies. <laughs> yeah, as we're, as we're speaking, uh, we're talking about the Neapolitan Milk Stout. And this is coming from the Saugatuck Brewing Company out in Michigan. On the mitten. On the mitten. This is a 6% milk stout with IBUs of 37. Good so, and low. So maybe I would have liked the strawberry ice cream more as a child if they, uh, you know, the ABV on that was 6%. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so let's get into this stout. This looks good. Yeah, it looks like a stout. Yeah, it's, it's dark. <laughs> it's dark. It's got a nice tan head about it. A little bit. Of, it, it, to me, uh, the head is pretty thin. Yeah, it's Not pretty much thin. There. It, mm-hmm. it's dissipated pretty quickly. It smells nice. It smells nice. I'm smelling... I'm smelling strawberry. Strawberry and chocolate for sure. Maybe some of the vanilla in there. I wonder if this beer is going to taste like if you just took all three flavors and put them in a bowl and stirred them up with a spoon and you became just like an ice cream soup with all three flavors mashed together. I hope I hope not because that's usually how you lose vanilla. <laughs> well, I mean, we said we, we detected the chocolate and we detected the strawberry. Right. So... Those are definitely up front. Right. Perhaps vanilla is hiding in the weeds. We'll see. Let's taste. It's good. It is good. A lot of strawberry up front for me. Yeah. I can taste I tasted that first and foremost. Tasted some of those dark roasted chocolatey notes on the back end. Didn't get any vanilla in my first sip though. Yeah, neither did I, but I definitely got the chocolate back end. Like mm-hmm. it's almost a little bit of a bitter chocolate. <laughs> chocolate back end. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolatebackend.com. <laughs> That's a website I visit. <laughs> but we're not endorsing them unless they pay us. <laughs> yeah, beer. they're not getting a commercial. It's just, <laughs> it's just a bad we, joke. Do, we do not endorse chocolatebackend.com. <laughs> just so everybody is clear on that. Do we need we want the audience to be aware. We are not endorsing them. And only Steve looks at that site. <laughs> Me and Adam do not. At least I don't. I don't know about Adam. Do you look at that site? I do not. You don't. I okay, do not. so they just, don't, just they one don't. of us. They and don't. that is Steve. He looks at strawberry back end. Like, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is that, like sunburnt asses? <laughs> it is, yeah. It is now. Gingers who are out, who, gingers who are out in the sun too long. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny stuff. Yeah, so, I mean, so far so good with this beer. Yeah. You know what's interesting? I've had this beer a couple times before. And I feel like every time that I've tried it, 
I've, I've almost gotten some different flavors out of it because there's, they're trying to uh, achieve all three flavors in here, chocolate, vanilla, strawberry. Right. And I, I think depending on the batch, one might be a little more pronounced than the other. At least that's what I've noticed for the diff- from the different bottles that I've had. Well, not only that, but I think at the temperature that you drink it, it's going to bring you a different tem- uh, flavor profile. Yeah, this one's True. a little cold. Right. So towards the end, we might get some more of the vanilla notes. Right. And, and I, that's what I anticipate happening, that the taste profile will change as this beer warms up. Yeah. I hope so, too. Me, too. But, yeah, it's a, it's a good milk stout, and I enjoyed it a bunch. It also has that thickness of a milk stout. It does. Yeah. It does. So, so it definitely carries on with the ice cream. It's got that <laughs> creaminess to it. Yeah, yeah. So they probably dump a shitload of lactose in it, <laughs> as I tend to do when home brewing. So mm-hmm. I appreciate that. This would almost taste good, I think, if you just literally mixed it into a milkshake. Probably could. Probably would. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which you can't say that for many beers out no. there. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, literally just dumping this over top of a milkshake or ice cream, blending it up instead of using so much milk and, and making kind of a beer shake. I uh, think I think you're getting a little too far ahead of yourself, Sam. That sounds like some segment two talk. Yeah. yeah let's back it down <laughs> a little bit. Let's get into some segment one talk. Oh, uh, okay. All right. So what do, what do you want to talk about in segment one? Usually in segment one, we talk about beer. So we do. We, we let's do talk about beer. beer again. That's fun. Perhaps some beer events that have happened in the past couple of days, past couple of weekends. Perhaps one of us went to a beer event. I did. <laughs> Specifically. I did. Hint, so, hint, hint, Sam. So I guess I can touch on that. So this past weekend, I had the opportunity opportunity to go to i don't even know what number they're on yet third annual i believe beers of the berg winter warmer which is a, beer, is a beer event here in pittsburgh for those that don't know and what they do is all of the breweries in the pittsburgh area it's all local they get together and they give everybody an opportunity to try some of the beers that they're coming out with for the winter months so you, they the beer styles tend to favor stouts and porters, but you know, you're still going to have your IPAs, some blondes, some red ales in there as well. So this is this is honestly one of my favorite beer events because what they do is they generally take a giant warehouse in Lawrenceville and just throw all the beer vendors in there. They all set up stands and bring a bunch of kegs and everybody goes into a warehouse and drinks for four hours. It's pretty so great. When you say they throw them into a warehouse, it's not like a Thunderdome situation. <laughs> no? No, no. Two really. brewers enter, one brewer leaves? <laughs> as far as I know, all brewers enter and all brewers leave. Although I will say... Bust a deal, spin a wheel. This, this year, Hot Farm did not enter. They actually set up their booth in the parking lot with the food trucks. Oh. Not sure why. I think they were a late entry. Oh, is that it? Yeah, because I I was reading on social media, as some tend to do, I think like Fury Brewing and Hop Farm and one or two others didn't get their submission in. But they're still like saying, yeah, we're still going to be there. So yeah. So they got thrown in the parking lot. Yeah. But it's weird because there was a ton of space in the warehouse. Like, there was no need to put them in the parking <laughs> maybe lot. Maybe that was their punishment. Yeah, maybe, maybe punishment. just went rogue or something. <laughs> yeah, honestly. So I'm, I'm not going to talk too, too much about this beer fest, but I do want to call out a couple of things. Yeah. Now, all, all of the beer was pretty good. And I, you know, I... Tend to stick to my favorites, so I hit up Insurrection pretty hard. I hit up Shubrew pretty hard. Tried all their beers. Spoonwood was there, and they brought the bear, Beard of Bees. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, which yeah, I don't know if you guys have had that yet. I, but I haven't had it yet, but well, I believe they have a new version of that, don't they? It is. It is like a, a honey stout aged in um, um, Apis Mead barrels, right, right? And it's it's absolutely out of this world. 
But there were two things that I want to talk about. Two breweries really, really surprised me because I generally don't care for these breweries at all. In fact, I, I dislike them. Number one is Hitchhiker. Okay. So I don't, I don't know if I've ever really had a great beer by Hitchhiker. I've had a few that have been kind of on the edge of mediocre and good. Mm-hmm. But Hitchhiker might have taken the cake for me. Okay. They had a beer there called the Marshmallow Count Chocula, which is exactly what it sounds like. It's a chocolate marshmallow stout that was made with Count Chocula yeah. cereal. Have <laughs> you guys had that? I have not had that one. I haven't no. had it. Again, I've seen it advertised on social media, but I haven't got to having it. That is one beer that I would recommend uh, you know, seeking out. And, and once again, if this is coming from me, someone that generally yeah. despises everything that Hitchhiker puts out, this beer <laughs> was excellent. It had such a full flavor of marshmallow and chocolate that it was just, it was outstanding. So Absolutely outstanding. I'm wondering if that came from their new Sharpsburg facility. I don't know if that matters. Well, well, it, it could because if you have two separate brewmasters going. Well, if you have two separate brewmasters, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what their setup is. I don't know if that, I don't where, know if what that, brew yeah. what beer is brewed in which facility. Right. I, I, the Sharpsburg one is so much bigger, so I would assume they move probably a lot of their production there. I would assume that as well. But anyhow, I, I would assume also that you can get that beer at either of their locations because yeah. it's out right now. It's absolutely fantastic, and I would highly recommend that one. The other one that was kind of cool was a beer from North country which i know you like adam i do i, I do. don't particularly care for their beers there's a few that i really like but overall i think they're kind of mediocre but they brought a variation of their buck stort snort stout mm-hmm. in a cask and it was mixed with jalapenos and habanero peppers oh wow and it was damn fine damn fine that sounds really good was it, the uh, was the cask like was it meant to be like a bourbon cask or was it just for wood aging purposes well, it was one of those just like steel casks. Oh, it okay. wasn't like a, a bourbon aged. Oh, okay. gotcha. It wasn't even a wood barrel. Yeah. Okay. It so was it like was... a steel cask that they used uh, to specifically infuse these flavors into that beer. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. And it, it was it was phenomenal. It was dark and tasty. And and the Buck Snort Stout is one of the ones that I do enjoy from uh, from North Country. So was, they were kind of already winning uh, at that point. But you know I'm I'm a pepper guy. I'm a pepper guy. I'm a pepper beer guy. And this this was great. It left such a nice a nice spicy flavor uh, on the back end of every sip that just lingered around. It wasn't as hot as the Habanero Sculpin by any means, Mm -hmm. but it was good. It was good enough. It's not going to burn your throat, but you're going to know it's there. Uh, And it was, it was just a really cool variation. A lot of, uh, a lot of different breweries actually brought some casks and did other variations of their beer. So it was kind of neat. And I hadn't previously seen that at the beers of the Berg events, Mm -hmm. uh, but this was, this was really neat that they decided to do that. Well, I think the only one I remember doing that from, the uh, the one in May, they actually brought a cask from Levity, from um, Indiana, PA. And I can't remember the beer they had, but it, I think it was like it was in a rum barrel, but it also it was a porter with uh, some sort of other flavoring in it. But it was really good. It was like just a blow you out of the water, and you can only have this this day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were kind of flexing their beer muscles right. a little bit. Yeah. yeah, they flex their beer muscles, but they're like, nah, well, when it's out, it's out, by. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel like out earlier. A, I feel like that was encouraged for this one because Levity was there, they had a cask, North Country had a cask, Grist House had a cask, East End had a cask, mm-hmm. Four Seasons was there with a cask. Uh, there was a whole bunch of breweries that had them. They were kind of all lined up in a row, which was nice, because then oh, if you cool. wanted to try all the different casks, all those breweries were right there, and you could mm. just do it all at once. So that's that was cool. cool. Yeah. 
So what about you guys? Have any interesting interesting news? I know you weren't at Beers of the Berg, but that doesn't mean you weren't out drinking and trying new things and learning more about beer. So anybody else got anything? I got a gripe. That's what I got. I got a gripe. Oh, boy, this should be fun. (laughs) All right. We always like to talk about gripes on this show. I got a gripe. So we're right in the very first week of November here, more or less. Right. Uh, I am upset at how many Christmas beers are out. (laughs) Yeah. Already. Yeah. Like, I. so, I mean, just to take it back to November 1st, you know, I just went shopping Mm -hmm. for groceries. That's what tends to do. But also, I was hoping to score some, you know, cheap-ass Halloween candy. (laughs) (laughs) As one tends to to do. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, as one tends to do. After a candy holiday passes, you want some half-off geats. Which, uh, pro tip? Valentine's Day is the next big candy holiday. Yeah, Valentine's Day, Easter, well, and Halloween. And, Christmas and Christmas. There's yeah. a lot of Christmas candy. I, I guess you're not really thinking about candy that much. Right. Christmas time. You're thinking more like, I got to get booze for New Year's Eve. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, very true. And very I got to return the shirt that don't fit. <laughs> Sorry, Grandma. I'm not a medium anymore. Yeah. Uh, but I digress. So I was looking for a little bit of half-off candy. And November 1st. Shelves are already lined with Christmas candy. Right. I was like, what the? We didn't have, we didn't, no lead time at all? Nothing. We get nothing. Nothing. Probably some poor stock boy had to go into work oh, October yeah. 31. Yeah. Yeah. And swap everything out, even though it's exactly the same candy. Yeah. Overnight has got to put it yeah. all in. Yeah. That, on November 1st. That poor Sam. We don't get any lead time anymore for Christmas. And while on my shopping trip, I discovered that this now applies for craft beer as well. Yep. There's no lead time for pumpkin beer. I'm not the biggest defender of pumpkin beer. However. However, like, I think they still have their place up till Thanksgiving. They go well it's with... It's still fall. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Daylight savings time just <laughs> happened. Yeah. They go well with pumpkin pie, and they go well with you know, sweet potatoes and the marshmallows. Right. They, they go with that. So, I mean... Yeah. Every year, I bring a nice big pumpkin beer to Thanksgiving dinner at my parents' house, and I drink it with my meal, whether that be a pumpkin, a warlock, or something new and exciting that I'm finding. I I love drinking a nice pumpkin beer with Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. I would take that over a Christmas ale any day of the week. Any day, yeah. It works really good, but we don't get that lead time anymore. All that shelf space is now filled with uh, holly jollies and festivales and jubilations and what the fuck have you. I don't think I've heard of that last one. Two X Christmas. It's new. <laughs> it's new. It's by platform oh, coming out of Ohio. So okay. you're, yeah, sorry. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you, I do. I do love me some good Christmas beers, but I, I, like I, I understand your gripe. It's a little too early. It's a little too early for all things Christmas. Yeah, right. And I just feel bad because I mean, I think this is the first year I'm, I'm noticing it, but craft beer is now now falling into the trap this is the same trap as every other product out there and by the time christmas actually comes around you're gonna be sick and tired of it yeah yeah that's my gripe but i've already been drinking christmas beers (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna say last friday uh i went with some old uh old co-workers down to southern tier and they had their 2x christmas and damn it damn it i had had one oh it's so good (laughs) had had to have one yeah i had uh so far i think i've had a deschutes uh jubilation jubilation Whatever, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I also have uh, have one called Merry Fistmas from a uh, brewery in Ohio. <laughs> I haven't had it yet, but it's in the fridge. <laughs> I uh, I have kind of made it a, a bit of a rule for myself: don't buy anything like that mm-hmm. until December. I did, yeah, I just didn't have a chance, or I mean, I didn't really have a choice. Is that's what I'm true. getting. That, right. That's what I'm getting at. Is I don't have a choice because I went to the mix and match at a Giant Eagle. That's what's gonna get you. And like your choices are the stuff you've had all the time. 
Mm. You know, you can get anytime. Right. Macros, which are trash. Mm. The Twisted Tea, trash. <laughs> <laughs> For whoever drinks that. Ciders and then just seasonals. Mm. You know? So That's usually like, how it goes. You just got to get seasonals, and I just picked up stuff of that I haven't had yet. I went with a, uh, a nice uh, offering from Erie Brewing Company today, actually, yeah. uh, right before the recording. Old Cease and Desist. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a good classic. That's, yeah, that I, I that one's definitely a fallish beer, but it is not a oh, yeah. seasonal beer. You no, know what no, I mean? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just definitely. a good beer for this time of year. Yeah, that's a good beer for this time of year because it's not uh, like it, it, it's just it's high in alcohol. It's a good sit around booze. Zipper. Yeah, <laughs> sit around and booze a little bit. But it's not gimmicked for the season. It's just good. Yeah. And and that's the other thing. I wish November gave us more time just for stouts. And porters. Yes, that's yes. what that's kind of what the season's for. My <laughs> my concern is somebody's going to try to horn in on the Thanksgiving mm-hmm. side of things, and they're going to come out with a gravy beer. Yeah, go for it. I don't. Give I shit. don't. I don't want that. <laughs> We've already talked about there was a McHappy Meal, whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't, yeah. Look at this point. I mean, if you searched hard enough, especially in some bottle shops in Ohio, you may find a gravy beer. You might find a gravy <laughs> there, beer. There somewhere. may be something out there. I mean, they already made gravy pop. Yeah, I so bet I Jones Soda already. Yeah, Jones Soda already did that. I bet there's somebody out there like in the middle, in the Midwest somewhere, trying to make a name for themselves. And nobody's watching them. <laughs> nobody's paying attention to them. So they're like, uh, pst, gravy beer. What's up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then everybody's gonna pay attention to them. And go, oh, what? So I think that uh, that's something I have to find on social media. I gotta ask, see if somebody has a gravy beer out there. Y'all, and y'all mugs got gravy beer? Yeah. <laughs> Send it in. We'll drink it. Yeah. I would. I would try. Yeah, it. No, we'll drink it. Yeah. No. Of yeah, I'd love to try that. I I would try anything. Send us your weird beers. We'll drink them. <laughs> we did, we need to have a weird beer episode. We do need a weird beer episode. Write yeah. That, write that one down. Yeah. Write put that put that one in the in the archives for uh, when we're when we're stuck and need a new episode. So. uh... A less weird beer, even though it sounds kind of weird. I would consider it unique. It's unique than and it's weird. It's unique and it's thoughtful, and it's obviously it, experimental it when is it started. Thoughtful. I always get thank you notes from it. <laughs> <laughs> it called my grandma when she was sick. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Neapolitan uh, milk stout from Sagatuck. It is not weird. It's very tasty. I enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very uh, it's a very pleasant beer, and I tell you what. For a beer that's infusing the three main flavors of yeah. one of those ice cream variety packs, right? It's not incredibly heavy. Like, it's, it, I mean, it, not that it's not, but I don't ever feel like I'm chewing this beer. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm getting a lot of the flavor in it. I'm, I'm still struggling to find the vanilla, though. I'm, I'm getting it a little more as it warms up. Right. But that, now that it warms up, it's yeah. definitely showing up a little bit as I put my yeah. hands around it to try to warm it up, <laughs> try to find a little bit more. The strawberry is just overpowering for me, though. And yeah. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I actually am enjoying it. But at the same time, I, I don't know. It's it's hard to get three different flavors. Oh yeah, no, it's totally in every is. sip. It's just it's so hard. You really have to have, I would say, an advanced palate to to pick them out. Yeah, and I don't have that. Yeah, I don't think I have that either. I'm not sure. My, uh, mine's burned off from all the hops and the IPAs and double IPAs. I've drank all my time. I've burned yeah. mine out on Russian Imperial. So, habanero sculpins, too many of those. Shouldn't have bought a case. Ru- ruined me. Did you really buy a case of that? Oh, absolutely. Oof. Well, 
the reason I did was because when it first came out, it was incredibly hard to find. Uh, and I didn't know if it was going to be like a limited term release or if they were going to continue to make it, which obviously they are continuing to make it because it's pretty popular. But I didn't know. So I just, shit, it was only 50 bucks, which I thought that was pretty good for a case of that beer. I think so. Yeah. I like Sam's point that he made that it's not too, uh, it's not too thick. It's not heavy. It's not heavy. Mm-hmm. It's also, it's actually also not too sweet. Like it's not gross sweet. No, it isn't. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know yeah. what you mean. It's not sickly sweet. Right. I can't remember the name of the beer. I know we had it on the show. It's the Abita Strawberry Fields or Strawberry, okay, strawberry yeah, Ale. Do yeah. you guys remember drinking that beer with how sweet it yeah, was? Yeah, because it tasted like strawberry shortcake. It, it did. Oh, you know what, Sam? You're actually referencing an episode that never came out. Oh, really? That one didn't come out? Yeah, that was the episode that got lost to the machine. Ah, the audio. However, for only $50, <laughs> we'd be willing to release that. Yeah, if you want to pay a patron fee, I'll release an unlistenable episode. Cash only. <laughs> uh, PayPal. <laughs> that works, too. You PayPal me money, I'll give you an unlistenable episode. <laughs> I'll give everybody a free preview on the show today. That strawberry beer was friggin' terrible. It was awful. Oh, was it sweet? It didn't even taste like beer. It was like a strawberry wine cooler. Holy yeah. shit, was that bad? Yeah, it was. It, it was awful. And Nothing like this. This strawberry flavor yeah. is is there, but it's not overpowering. Yeah, it's it's present, which is better than um, the Duclaw Quick Start My Heart. That's a strawberry. That's like a strawberry porter. But you can't really taste the strawberry as much in that one. I so don't it's think. a happy medium on this one. Yeah, this one's a happy medium between the quick start my heart and the uh, uh, strawberry yeah. whatever. Yeah, <laughs> strawberry fields forever. <laughs> but you also get the bonus of chocolate, you know, very good chocolate flavor. Yes. And a little bit of vanilla. It's yeah, absolutely. It's there. So I think Brooke Shields would approve of this. Here's hoping. And and she did because she's the one that told us to have this as our first beer on the show today. So thank you, Brooke. We enjoyed it. We know you do too. So, you know, go hit the treadmill, run a few uh, run a few miles, work off this beer, and we'll be right back uh, drinking another one in your honor. So stay tuned, everybody, to see what Brooke Shields would be drinking next. Hop Nation, we are back and we are here with you and we have brought the base. And if you're wondering, base is actually an acronym that stands for Brooke, Adam, Sam, and Steve. Oh. So we got more base. Oh. Oh. Except we don't have Brooke. It's right. a base show. So we're here with more ass for so you. So it's just an ass show. <laughs> <laughs> this is now an ass show. But in memory, we're doing the ass show in memory of Brooke Shields. Not in memory of she's not dead. <laughs> she's yes. dead. To, she's dead to me. Oh, depends on when they're she, listening, she, Adam. <laughs> she didn't show up. Yeah, this, this isn't like something that's gonna be foreshadowing for segment three, are we? Oh no, no, no. I'm okay, just saying this. Because this I didn't sign up for that. No, we're not gonna kill Brooke Shields. She's Jesus. America's sweetheart. I'm just saying, in the future, somebody could, somebody could be listening to this in 2076. In the future. That's not how you do in the future. Then how do you do it? In the future. In the future. <laughs> well, in the present, for everybody that's listening, Brooke Shields is alive. Well, Brooke Shields is well. 
and Brooke Shields is not here with us for the ass show. And I'm going to stop referring to that because, you know, even though that is an acronym for, of course, Adam, Sam, and Steve, mm-hmm. I'd rather be the SAS show for Sam, Adam, and Steve. Fair enough. Because that sounds more fun. Who wants who wants an ass show? Maybe that's on, uh, what, Black? Chocolatebackin.com. <laughs> All right. Let's let's drink more beer. Okay. Please. In, in, in honor of Miss Brooke here. So what we are going to be drinking next is... A very cool beer, and it is from Rogue, and it is their Voodoo Donut Lemon Chiffon Crueler Ale. So let me explain a little bit about this beer here before we get into it. So Rogue does a series of beer with a company called Voodoo Donuts, and (laughs) all of this takes place out in Oregon. And what Rogue essentially does is they take some of the donuts that they like, and they recreate them as beers. So we're here. For, with the lemon chiffon crueler ale, and that's an ale brewed with lemon, and it's supposed to mimic their crueler donut. Now, is it crueler or cruller? I say cruller. I say cruller. I've always said crueler. That's fine. I don't know which is right. That's the thing. I don't know. I say cruller. <laughs> Maybe they're both right. They could be. Maybe only one is right. We'll never know. Maybe I guess. we're all wrong. But what we do know is that this beer clocks in at a wonderful 6.8% ABV. Okie dokie. So mm-hmm. it's not too heavy. Not too light. It's right there in the middle. Yeah. So it's great. Just a happy medium. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to try this. I Voodoo's probably put out five, six, seven maybe of these beers over the past couple of years. I don't think seven, but I think five. Five? Yeah. I think That's, five. Yeah. I have every single bottle. <laughs> Whoa. Yes. I've had every single one, starting with the maple bacon back in 2013, I believe. And I had that shipped to my house from Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's dedicated right there. I know. This series that they're putting out. Yeah. So, cheers to you. You should hit them up, or maybe we should get, reach out to them on Twitter and be like, "You were you were one of the pioneers, especially on the East Coast." Maybe I'll see if I can find the uh, my bottle collection because yeah. I have two. Take a picture of it. Put yeah. it on Twitter on Instagram. I think I have two sitting in my work office right now. One is the Grape Gorilla, and the other is the uh, the Mango Astronaut. I've neither. I've had neither one of those. Mango's all right. <laughs> but hey. We're here to drink the lemon chiffon, crueler, or cruller, whatever you want to say. It doesn't matter. We're going to try this beer, and then we're going to tell you what we think of it. So I'm, it. I'm excited because everybody loves a good donut, right? And, mm-hmm. and when a donut is turned into a beer, everybody wins. Yes, that's true. I don't know if you how much you know about the Voodoo Donut Company, but I think they're one of those pioneer companies that got, it, that got us on the fix of artisanal donuts in America. Bacon parts and Bacon parts, pineapples and maples. Turning things from... Regular to dessert and back again. Right. <laughs> Out here in Pittsburgh, we have uh, peace, love, and little donuts. And now we have duck donuts as well. Now we have duck donuts as well, and everybody's going to flock to that. Somebody's got jokes today. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> somebody's got a joke today. Yeah, somebody's got a joke today. <laughs> So this is uh, a nice light looker. Certainly not what we had with the first one with the stout. Yeah. No, this definitely uh, has all the characteristics of an ale, at least visually. It actually looks almost like a wheat or a hefeweizen. It has that cloudiness to it. Yeah, Yeah, it's a little hazy. Yeah, it's hazy and it's a little light. It's a little darker, though, than most hefeweizens. It's borderline copper. I'd say it's close to an orange, which is weird because it's supposed to be lemon. <laughs> yeah. Did they ship us the right one? Yeah, they, there's not an orange one. I know. <laughs> Get a lot, a lot of lemon on the nose. It's yeah. a lot of sweet lemon. It, sweet lemon. It, it kind of smells like that lemon drop sun from Southern Tier. 
It smells sweeter than that. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd go almost like a shandy. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's pushing like shandy. It smells mm. almost a little, almost a little creamy. Which would make sense. Yeah, yeah. through a cruller, shall yeah. we? Well, yeah. enough of this looking and smelling. <laughs> I'm drinking. Mm -mm. I do like this one a lot. Yeah, that is that is lemony and sweet. Yeah, I'll say that. Just as a lemon chiffon crawler would be or crueler or crueler now you got me saying crawler I when i was saying crueler, <laughs> first now i'm really confused i don't know crawler feels right i feel like this beer tastes exactly the way you would expect it to it mirrors this description <laughs> it really does like it is the perfect kind of it's not tart and it's not sour it just has lemon flavor mm -hmm. and that lemon flavor sticks around for a long time like, even through the back end. There is one thing that needs to be added. What's that? Uh, but that's nothing they can do in the bottle. Huh. You need to uh, take the rim and coat it in powdered sugar. Okay. <laughs> really? Uh, a powdered sugar rim. That's an interesting idea. I mean, think of a donut. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah. Think yeah. Of a donut. It makes yeah. a lot of sense. No, yeah. I just... I've never had a beer that had a powdered sugar rim before, but it's a great idea. It really yeah. is, especially for a beer like it's, this. It, yeah, it it's only more thinking, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody gets one. <laughs> you got your thinking brain on today. That's a good one. Trademark that, or you're going to see a Cade Saloon in no time. Mm -hmm. I got to be making money off of that. They put all kinds of shit on the rims <laughs> at <Ew>. that place. <laughs> well, I guess they would learn better to stop putting shit and put powdered sugar on. <laughs> And they're all about that chocolate back end on the rim of the grass, or grass, glass. rim of the glass. This uh, chiffon cruller ale must be getting to me. I'm starting mm. to mispronounce my words. It's so, getting you already. Sam, I, I am noticing something here that you will be highly disappointed in. The IBUs, 20. Oh, I yeah. Well, look, you know, I'm, I'm a hop head, and I, I love a hoppy beer. But at the same time, like, I wouldn't want this to be hoppy. No, 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 no. This is the right beer. This is the right profile for what they're going for. Yeah, and look, at the end of the day, whether you like this beer or not, they've truly achieved what they were going for. And yeah. that's what I really yeah. like about this. Yeah, they didn't half-ass it. Yeah, I mean, if lemon's not your thing, then probably stay away from this. But they pretty much nailed it right on the head. It's, mm -hmm. it's, True. It's a mildly sweet, very lemony beer. Well, that's mm -hmm. the thing, because I, I feel like this is something that you could definitely overshoot the mark with Oh yeah, very easily, yeah. And, and they didn't. Oh, yeah, you could get really wild with, <laughs> with the flavors, but right. they didn't. Looking it's, at you, Lining Kugels. It's, pre it's pretty tame. Yeah, it's definitely not pushing into, like, a shandy. No, it doesn't taste anything like <laughs> one of those Lining no. Kugel shandies, and that's a good thing, in my opinion. Yeah, I think I that's... I don't like those. Yeah, it's the wrong time of year. It definitely has that, uh, I don't want to say maltiness, but it has that consistency of a beer. Yeah. It's not it's not too thin or too light. It's not a rattler. Right, exactly. Yeah. No, it's, it it's not too thin and not too light. It's just it's right it's right everything is right. Right in the wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, just everything is right. Yeah, yeah, very good. So while we continue to sip on this, and we're going to sip on it for a while because this came in a big 750 milliliter bottle, which is Bama. an equivalent to a wine bottle. Or 75 centiliters. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you take that talk to Canada where it belongs. <laughs> That's America's hat. Or pretty much any other country that isn't Liberia or... <laughs> <laughs> So Rogue really nailed this recipe in regards to turning a donut into beer. So let's flip that and see if we can really nail some recipes where we turn beer into a, another type of dessert. I th okay. All right. We'll take a shot at it. All I, right. think, I think we should. Yeah. What better ingredient to put in a fabulous dessert than booze? 
And booze, yeah. In particular, <laughs> great flavorful beer. I mean, I, th- I mean, you know, we've seen beer and cooking in other places, especially on this show. <laughs> yeah, we've talked about it before, but so we why not in our desserts? Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's talk about some some desserts that we want to try to make. And, you know, maybe at some point or at some show down the road, we'll actually create these desserts and drink them on the show. That would be kind of fun. Yeah, I think so. That's kind of a follow-up, kind of a sequel to this particular episode. Yeah, maybe one day we'll actually make some of the recipes we talk about on the show. But uh, at the end of the day, at least they're out there for our listeners and right. they can try it. Hey, give us feedback if you do try one of the recipes. I got, I got one that's really simple, though. And it, it is one I've done in the past, and okay. I've tried it, and it does work, but it's super, super simple. <laughs> it's okay. for lazy people. <laughs> I'm uh, listening. Uh, the, it's just simply beer pudding. Okay. And all you need is uh, just one of those packages of instant pudding mix mm-hmm. from the J-E-L-L-O company, or whatever one you like. <laughs> I think there's Crown. You need to have that, too, I Or guess. generic. Or generic. Or great value. Uh, <laughs> but all you need is a packet of that, and then a cup of cold milk. And then a cup of beer. Oh, okay. And you just whisk that all together and let it sit in the fridge, and then you got beer pudding. Nice. So makes so, sense. Yeah. So the one I've done in the past that worked really well for me was uh, taking the Young's double chocolate stout mm. and mix and mixing that up with a chocolate pudding pack. Okay. That worked out really well. And you know, again, if you make these pudding, if you make a pudding, you can kind of put it into other things. You can use it in pies and pastries and shit like that. So. Right. But I, I came up with a couple other pairings between pudding packs and beer that you could try that I haven't tried, but I think they would sound good. They sound good. They sound right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the uh, the Wells Banana Bread beer. Ah, that's, yeah. a, that's a really good dessert beer, and that tastes exactly like banana bread. Mm-hmm. So I think if you pair that with uh, either like a banana pudding or vanilla pudding. Yeah, that, sounds, that actually yeah. sounds really good. And you could take like a nice graham cracker crust and just sprinkle it over the top. Yeah. That, would, that could be really good. Yeah. And, I, and another one that I think would work really well is the, uh, the Southern Tier Salted Caramel. I think that would work really well in just some caramel pudding. Mix. Yeah, that would make mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. yeah, maybe butterscotch. Probably. Yeah, I haven't yeah, had a good butterscotch in a while. Definitely yeah. working butterscotch. Butterscotch is something that gets overlooked. It's viewed as old people <laughs> food. Were there as originals? Yeah, it's old viewed as old people food. food but you know, uh, just, good butterscotch. When was the last time you had butterscotch? But I'm not old. Well, a couple I'm, years I'm, ago, probably. I'm young as they come. So snack packs yeah. is like a dollar, my man. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, I'm more of a tapioca guy. You would be. <laughs> From a Chinese buffet. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> That's what next... I like to dip my sushi in. <laughs> Sitting next to the bananas with the strawberry sauce. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, that Chinese dessert, uh, the dessert buffet, you can't uh, you can't argue with that. It's legit. And more importantly, it is consistent across every China buffet you've you know ever you're visited. Everyone. <laughs> yep. You do. No surprises on the dessert buffet. Orange slices, too. You always yeah. have the orange slices. Orange slices, cantaloupe, the garbage honeydew melon, <laughs> tapioca pudding, chocolate pudding, and bananas with the strawberry sauce. And everyone. On, and on the entree, you have the little smiley face potatoes. The little cutouts? Mm. Smiley face potatoes? Mm. Not in all of them. Those are more low rent. <laughs> I say again. <laughs> all the ones, ones I've at, gone to. The ones you Adam frequents. <laughs> so, right. Adam, Sam, do you guys have recipes? Yes. Oh, okay. That sounded like Adam just volunteered. Do, do, do tell. <laughs> what is your recipe? So, uh, uh, first one's a joke. Okay. Nut roll ale from Penn Brewing. Oh. I'm going to make a nut roll ale. You know... 
I, I that one's that actually was, just a really good beer in general. It is a great beer. Fantastic. Yeah. And why not put that into a nut roll when you're making it? Right. You could you could try. I don't know how much it's going to add to it. Nothing, but, because it's the same thing. Yeah, but nut roll nut roll is not the easiest thing in the world to make. Correct. That, so good luck on that one. <laughs> I'd like to see you try. Just <laughs> so the beer that I'm actually going to be using uh, comes from the Lazy Magnolia Brewing Company. Okay. Uh, their Southern Pecan. All right. And it's a, an English brown. Okay. And what we're going to be making with that is stuffed dates. Huh. How's that work? You take your dates, you pit them, mm-hmm. and in the place of the pits, you put in a very simple uh, combination of cream cheese, yeah, honey, okay, and your beer. Huh. Whisk them all together, put them in your in your dates, chill it, serve it. Should I just use that dip as like dip? I'm not a big fan of dates. I'd probably throw those out. See, which is see, like the the dates is good because you can convince yourself that it's healthy. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the dates are healthy. They are. They're oh. fruit. Okay, <laughs> they're a fruit. That's the classification. <laughs> Listen, I didn't Fair say enough. the bar was high. Okay, no, I'm just thinking just just the combination of the uh, the cream cheese and the beer mm-hmm. and uh, the nuts. Now, know. if if you want to bring in a a salty element to this, yeah, uh, I've seen recipes where you can add prosciutto or okay. wrap prosciutto around the dates. Huh. Oh, I bet that would be excellent. Okay, now I'm taking it to another wrap. level. Yeah, everything. That's yeah. that's like a Christmas Eve one. Yeah. Where you get all sorts of fancy. That's like a that's a very savory appetizer as yeah. well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can have that. That's something you put in just any time. Yeah. <laughs> that's an any time. Yeah. So with fantastic. with the the combination of the prosciutto with, with your saltiness, mm-hmm. yeah, the sweetness of the uh, the cream cheese and the honey. Yeah. Uh, you have to bring in a little bit of the. Uh, the saltiness around okay your pecans come in a little yeah yeah so with that whole combination i think you got yourself a winner I, that sounds pretty good like i said i i'm already in with the pecan cream cheese and beer mixture mm-hmm. i would just put ritz crackers into that and eat that <laughs> by itself i'll be down with that i think uh you mentioned the that lazy magnolia uh southern pecan beer yes i think clown shoes has one as well okay that's very similar in style i have never had that one yeah uh the lazy magnolia i've actually i have actually had that one mm-hmm. uh i believe you've had that one as well sam oh, i might've. believe you have had it as well because uh, we had it on your bachelor party oh yeah that's the one that we had down in new orleans correct yeah i think the clown shoes one would be a little more available if you're up in the north and yeah. in this area. But I'll, I think Abita does one, too, but I, I'm not going to vouch for that one. Right, right. <laughs> Sam, you may not yeah. remember this one because it was your bachelor party. I'm just trying to remember. Look, I remember all of my bachelor party. It was phenomenal. But yeah. where did we get that? It was Refresh my memory. It was after we had brunch and we had the dark and stormies at brunch. And then it started raining and we just dipped into that bar. Oh, and we went upstairs. yes. We took yeah. a little trolley. Right. We were taking a little bar. trolley yeah. around. Yep. I really like that bar, but I remember we had to leave a little bit early because we had some other friends coming in and we had to meet up with them. So we could only stay there for a beer. But yes, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't remember what that bar was called. Didn't remember what beer I had there. But remember (laughs) that I really enjoyed it. Great, uh, great little spot. So if you're ever out in New Orleans, ride the trolley and try to find a bar that's cool. I can tell you right now. Oh, you know what it is. Of course I do. Yeah, just jump in. Because I use this great app called Untapped. (laughs) Adam put it in the Untapped. So where were we actually? Yeah, where the hell were we? We were at the Avenue Pub. Oh, okay. Avenue Pub. Yes. And, and right. that, spot. Is, that was that was that that random bar that we kind yeah. of jumped into. And it was a great little spot. Yeah. Yeah, it was a cool little spot. It had like a kind of an old world feel to it. Yeah. And uh, we just kind of jumped in there because it was raining. But yeah, yeah they had a good place. selection, a good good place to, to sit and let the rain pass by. Yeah. I would definitely go find that place again. Yeah. 
I, I would just go to New Orleans again. Well, yeah, there's that too. <laughs> All right, so I'm, I'm going next. You I got, I got, a, re I got a recipe for everybody you now. You better bring the heat because the first two are sounding pretty damn good. Yeah, so here's my idea, right? So this is going to be... Let me tell you something. <laughs> yeah. A no Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. Next up, we're going to have a no-bake chocolate stout cheesecake cups. No-bake. Yes, we're going to do no-bake chocolate stout cheesecake cups. And we'll put up the actual recipes for all this, so I'm just going to give you a high-level overview of what this is going to entail. You'll be but able to it... find those recipes on HopNationUSA.com. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, right after the show. <laughs> Not right after the show, but sometime. Yeah, <laughs> at still, some point in the future. Listen, still have listen to, to the dinner. show. Check out uh, check out hopnationusa.com and and find some good recipes. But anyhow, uh, this is actually really really simple to make. So what you want to do is you want to take some graham crackers. You want to crush them up. Uh, mix crush them with them up, some, <laughs> Mix them with some melted butter. Mash them all around together, and then you want to put them into cups. They could be shot glasses if you're into doing shots and want to do something a little smaller, or you can use bigger glasses if you want to make a larger dessert, which I would probably recommend. Okay. So you take those, you throw it, you get a nice graham cracker base, right? So now you're going to take cream cheese, uh, you're going to take heavy whipping cream, uh, powdered sugar, salt, and you're going to mix that all together, right? And what's nice about this recipe is you're going to mix that all together and then you're going to add the beer. And this is the fun part because you can take pretty much any beer you want. Now I would recommend a porter or a stout because it's dark and those flavors will infuse well into this cheesecake, but you wanna add a, add a good beer into this. So what I would recommend is, you know, if you're gonna go with something simple, make it a Guinness. If you wanna go, you know, to the next level, take the sweet baby Jesus. I feel like that would be a really good one. Uh, but what I would personally do is, is mix it with a coffee stout. And the one that I would prefer is, I actually mentioned this one on the show last week. It's one of my all time favorite coffee beers is the Terrapin Wake and Bake. Mm, They're caramel, yeah. you know, coffee stout, which is just absolutely out of this world. That's what I would mix it with. But, you know, you know, experiment a little. But you're going to put the beer in and you're going to mix that in with all of the ingredients. And then literally you just pour it in the cups on top of the graham crackers, put it in your fridge for at least two hours. But, you know, leave it in there overnight. Let it harden up a little bit. And when you wake up in the morning, you could enjoy for breakfast. Or for lunch, depending on when you're waking up. Or maybe for dinner if you worked an overnight and you don't get up till like 4 or 5. But regardless, the point I'm making is you can have this first thing in the morning and it is going to be delightful. It's just going to be like a treat. Make it the night before. When you get up, enjoy. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. So I just right now, while you were talking, came up with a variation on your recipe. Excellent. Let's hear it. So instead of graham crackers, you take like the Oreo cookie, ah. just the cookie part. You mash the hell out of the cookie. You make That's how you make your crust base. And then the beer that you use is the Southern Tier Thick Mint. Oh, ho, ho, ho. And you make, you make kind of a cookie mint, uh, you know, a little no-bake cheesecake. How you doing? Mm-mm. Adam don't like. <laughs> I don't. Nope. Oh, man, the Thick Mint is amazing. I feel like a lot of the Southern, you could pretty much take anything from the Southern Tier Blackwater series yeah. and mix it into this <laughs> recipe, and it would be outstanding. Yeah, Warlock will work. Southern, <laughs> the, the Thick, thick mint, mint will work. The Salted Caramel will work. The Mocha, the Creme the Brulee. Yeah, Creme Brulee, I think, is where I would start. That Creme Brulee, I don't, I mean, we're not even really talking about on this episode that much. 
and I don't want to just because it's such an obvious give. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a layup. Yeah, that's a layup for anything you talk about. Oh, you want dessert? Uh, Southern Tier Creme Brulee. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> but then it's gonna be like a three minute episode. Right. So yeah, exactly. Got a pad for time. <laughs> <laughs> Stretch, guys. Stretch. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that those recipes will be up uh, on our website. So check them out if you try them out. You know, let us know what you think. See if anything uh, anything turned out particularly great. And let us know what ingredients you used if you, you varied uh, the recipes a little bit. So let's let's get back into this beer that we all enjoyed at the beginning of the segment. The Voodoo yes. Donut Lemon Chiffon Cruller, or Cruller, however you want to say it. I'm going to say Cruller from mm-hmm. now on. Because that's how I originally started pronouncing it. But, Never you know, change. I, I, don't, I don't know how much, you know, this, this beer has changed over the course of the last 20 minutes. For me... I don't have anything new to say. It's fantastic. It's still achieving exactly what it set out to achieve. It's a great beer. It's, you know, got a great lemon flavor to it, and it literally tastes like a liquid donut to me. Yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. Uh, I would agree. I, the only thing I would say about it is, um, even though it's a little lighter and it has, like, these lemon flavors in it, I wouldn't suggest it as, like, just a summer day drinker or whatever. No, no definitely it, not. It just has a little bit of thickness and sweetness that makes it just not a day drinker. It's not something that you would take out in the hot sun. This is definitely a dessert beer. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, the one thing that I do really like about this beer uh, is that it does use free-range coastal waters. Uh, I think that's really important uh, for the sustainability <laughs> of the brewing industry. I can't believe we didn't bring that up earlier. So I'm re- shame on us. I'm really Thanks to Adam. That Rogue is, is taking that approach. Uh, I find that very admirable. They have a lot of coastal water, given that they're pretty much right on the Pacific. Yeah, but it's also free range, which is, that's the next step. They didn't have to take that step, but they did. They took the time. They took the care. Would an, would an aquarium be not free range coastal water at that point? That's almost water cruelty. <laughs> water cruelty. <crawler> teeth. <laughs> I got two jokes this week. <laughs> this is a banner week. Hello. I just want to like walk into a giant eagle now and be like, where do you guys keep your cage-free water? Because <laughs> that cooler looks like a cage to me. Bottles are murder. Bottles are murder. <laughs> Down with plastic. Yo, don't put this out into the ether. This is going to get into the zeitgeist and somebody is going to start protesting. <laughs> You guys are going to cause a stir. I'm all right with that. Yeah, I mean, look, 36 episodes in, we can afford to be a little controversial at this point, right? That's the controversy we're bringing. I don't know if I like those guys anymore. They got some controversial water opinions. (laughs) I wonder what Brooke Shields would have to say about that. I don't know. If only she were here with us Mm. tonight. She is America's sweetheart. Can I suggest that we take a break? Yes. And we'll text her, and then maybe she can get back to us. All right. Excellent. That's a, good, that's a great plan. So Let's stay tuned to find out what Brooke Shield says. About water cruelty. <laughs> About water cruelty. Exactly. So stay tuned. Welcome back, Hop Nation. We are sitting here together, and we are about to perform a Hop Nation first on this show. This is we're going to do something for the final segment of this show that we have not done at any point in time. 
Girls nope. jumping on trampolines? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I haven't thought about the man show in a while. That's, that's a good reference. Now, interestingly enough, I've done a little bit of exercise today, just like those girls that jumped on trampolines, for the sole purpose of this show. So they were just jumping, I think, for the purpose of jumping and to get on TV. And, you know, they're starving actresses. They wanted to just try to get their face out there, right? So they jump yes, on trampolines. The face the is the what they're worried about. Now, me, I ran six miles before this show. That's no joke. And I know that uh, Brooke Shields did as well. So she would be very happy with me. I'm very happy with her. And we're going to get into, like I said, a segment we haven't done here on the show before. And it should be, uh, it should be pretty fun because... We don't just have beer sitting in front of us. We have something else. But I'm going to let you introduce this, Adam. Introduce what, what we're doing, what we're drinking, and what else we may be consuming. Well, let's get to the heart of the matter here. Beer number three. And uh, this one uh, actually was alluded to in segment two. This is from Southern Tears Blackwater series. So this is kind of cheat code for this episode. Anything from the Blackwater series is pretty much yeah. right in the yeah. wheelhouse for any yeah. dessert beer. <laughs> and we've mentioned this beer a couple times on the show already Correct. today. Correct. So if you can figure out what it is before I say it, well, good for you. <laughs> uh, this is the Salted Caramel. Is it caramel or caramel? Again, that's another one like Cruller yeah. and Cruller. I'm going yeah. caramel. I, I think I say caramel. Yeah, that's I what say, I say. I say caramel. We'll go... Oh, do all three of us have different pronunciations of it? Maybe. Probably. Caramel, caramel, and caramel? Caramel. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Caramel's probably the most Pittsburgh way to say it. <laughs> yeah, caramel. probably. Caramel. This guy's got AM caramels. So it actually says right on the label, this is a dessert beer. Yes. So well, that is, makes sense. Yeah, that this, makes is, sense. this is the easy button. <laughs> That's why I picked it up. Uh, this is actually uh, brewed with Himalayan pink sea salt. Okay. Uh, this comes in at 10% ABV. Yeah, it sounds right for the Blackwater series. Mm -hmm. Right, so it's a big... Right in their wheelhouse. <laughs> right. Uh, and obviously, it's going to have a nice, you know, dark color to it. It's a stout. Yeah. And it, it's going to be pretty creamy. I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, yeah, me too. Sounds fantastic. I'm down. Yeah, cheat sheet. Again, cheat sheet. Everything from the Blackwater series also is probably about over 9%. Right. <laughs> so this is easy mode. That's why I picked it up. Just thinking right off the bat, like Warlock, that's 9 plus, I believe. And this is obviously 10. And the Creme Brulee is also 10. So I believe the Mocha is up in that direction as well. I believe so. I can't, I can't give you that number right off the top. I don't drink that one that much. If only you had some sort of... <laughs> app on your phone. I'm not using it. It interferes with the microphones. It really does. The microphones. Plus, the mocha or uh, the chocolate sucks, so we don't want to promote drinking that on this show. Yeah, no, the mocha is good. The mocha is good. I hate yeah. the freaking chocolate. All right. Anyway. Sam's drawing lies in the sand. Oh, <laughs> I am. There are a few beers in life that I've literally ordered at a bar and given back because I just hated them so much. The chocolate is one of them. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I didn't hate it that much, but I did not care for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would have finished it at least. Yeah. I, I, I didn't want to. Fair enough. Would have wanted something yeah. else. So let's take a look at the one that we have in front of us. Okay. Yeah, the salted caramel. Focus the salted on the salted caramel. caramel. Yes. It is obviously a very dark beer. It's a stout. Dark mm -hmm. beer. It's actually a pretty frothy head on top. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really is. Looks nice. Very pretty. So a, a very, very light tan head. It is certainly not a white head, but a, a, a tan. Yeah. A tan. But yeah, you would expect that with this yeah. style of beer. On the nose, you get a lot of that salt. Yeah. And, yeah, some caramel on there as well. I'm digging it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm it digging definitely, it. You can a lot definitely, of caramel, actually. Yeah, the caramel is like on the back end of the nose. 
but I get I get like salty note, notes up front. Just <laughs> 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 yeah. some things you can't phrase correctly. <laughs> what do you say we try this? Uh, yeah. I think that's a great idea. Mm. Yeah, that's a good. I'm yeah, that's a real good. The, I'm not tasting any of the sea salt. I taste a lot of the caramel, and it's very creamy and delicious. To me, the the salt is kind of kicking in on the on the back end on the residuals. That's what I'm getting too. Look at the yeah. top of the palate, Sam. The top of the palate. <laughs> let me uh, let me take another sip. Did you already admit that not having refined palates? What are you talking about giving direction? <laughs> I have no idea. It worked for me though. That's where I found it. It's the top of the palate. No dice. This is not a, uh, a salty beer for me. Yeah, it's not salty like a goza or anything like that. But it does have just kind of a little bit of salt on the back end. It kind of just pops a little bit there. Yeah. You find it. It, it is not the prevailing taste of the beer, which is no. which is good. And, yeah. And I think that's the way salt is caramel is to begin with. Right. You know, it's a compliment. Yeah. It's a most, light it, compliment. Right. It's mainly kind of the same way salt brings out uh, flavors out of meat. It will also bring flavors out of sweets. Right. So salt and caramel go together well that way. So here we are. Well, maybe I'll taste it at some point during the show, <laughs> but right now, even after a couple sips, I'm not getting anything. Okay. All right. That's so you, you mentioned that we are about to do something that we have never done on the show. Before. That's right. And I'm very excited for it. That's also wrong. <laughs> Why? Why would that be wrong? Well, it, what I assume you're going to say is this is the first time we've ever had food on the show. Yeah. And that is wrong. That is wrong. You just weren't here for that episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's not what I was referring to. It's, it's what we're going to do with the food. Uh, what are we going to do with the food? Well, we're going to eat it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we're going to pair it with this wonderful beer. We already did yeah, that. Yeah, no, we totally did that yeah. before. You just weren't here for the episode. <laughs> no. <laughs> we, put, we paired the Rusty Rail peanut butter Hefeweizen with beer jellies on wow. episode 32. Well, screw that episode. Nobody listens <laughs> to this podcast. Nobody listens to this podcast if I'm not on. <laughs> they listen to the fr- if they don't hear that intro right off the bat, Next. And uh, thanks to Dennis and Sammy, who are great friends of the show and actually gave us a lot more listens than whatever Sam is talking about. Yeah, so I know where I'm putting my money. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, bud. You ain't making the cut. (laughs) Sorry, you you don't win this one, Sam. Yeah. (laughs) But we can still continue on with trying food and pairing it with beer. Yes. So we have ourselves something that I enjoy. Mm -hmm. I've enjoyed it for many, many times. Okay. uh, Throughout my life. Boston cream pie. Okay. So... The reason that we have this, had a bit of a discussion, the Boston cream pie, the nice creaminess of it, uh, the chocolatey, the dark chocolatey feel of it should pair quite nicely with a salted caramel beer. Okay. I bet you could see some Boston cream pies on (laughs) chocolatebackend.com. Right, Steve? It's gross, but yes. I can make so many jokes right now. It's gross, but yes. But I'm going to take the high road. This is going to be a gross episode. It really is. It really is. Let's get some of this pie. (laughs) Save your fork. There's pie. So, what do you say? We take a shot at this. Uh-huh. Everybody take a big old bite. You have a slice right in front of you. Mm-hmm. And try to see how it pairs with the beer. Pairs with the beer. This is our first attempt at trying to pair a dessert with our beer on the podcast. Okay. All right. Let's try it. Sam, you have a fork literally oh, right in front of you. Bring a big bite. I like to use my hands. Why dirty a fork? God gave you hands for a reason. You already dirtied the fork. Yeah, that's true. So here's what I'm liking about this. Okay. So here, here, here is how I approach this. Had the Boston cream pie, followed up with the salted caramel, 
by Southern Tier, mm-hmm. their Blackwater series. What I liked about it was I felt that the beer was a good way to neutralize kind of the sweet aftertaste that you get with a with a nice sweet dessert. Okay. And it kind of brought everything back to center with that saltiness. It got rid of that that you know every once in a while you get that that sweetness that's just kind of stuck in your mouth. Right. The salt of caramel whoosh, swept that away. That is not what I experienced. That's what I experienced 100%. Yeah. That's not what I experienced. Then what did you experience? I experienced something I didn't like, actually. It oh. It really seemed to flare up the booziness with mixing the two. The like booziness? Yeah. The really? Real, yeah. That's that's an interesting observation. I, I got a real, like, it just kind of alcoholic burn. Really? And I think And I think the sugar from the pie just kind of added into the, the booziness and just, like... You ever have something that's too sugary and it burns a little bit? Yeah, it's yeah, almost like you feel it in the jaw kind of thing. Yeah, that's exactly what I got. I didn't get that at all. Yeah, I, I did not care for it at all. I can't. I don't think pairing that sweet of a beer to with that sweet of a dessert worked for me at all. Huh. Did not care for it. Sam, what what, uh, what are your your thoughts on this? So here are my thoughts. Right, I'm comparing this to I think back to when I was a kid, and you guys can think back to this as well. But do you ever remember, and I don't know if you guys were allowed this or not, but do you remember, like, the times you were able to eat cake and drink chocolate milk as a child? And it was pretty much like you were eating and drinking dessert at the exact same time. Or maybe not chocolate milk, but let's say you were allowed to have a milkshake with your cake. Uh, that's going too far. Yeah, that's I was I was with you with chocolate milk and cake. I, I've I've done that. I've never done cake that's, and milk. That's shake. dessert with dessert. Right, right, that's, and that's would... exactly what I want to compare this to because I felt like I was eating and drinking dessert at the same time, and quite honestly, I was loving every minute of it. Huh? I mean, the Boston cream pie is fantastic. It's, you know, it's sweet and it's chocolatey and it's very rich. Um, you know, it leaves a great flavor in your mouth, and then to wash it down with something equally as sweet was incredibly satisfying for me. I thought that the caramel and the sweetness of this beer, unlike Steve, it didn't bring out the booziness for me, it just added more sweetness. Now I will say, after a couple more bites and a couple more sips, I'm probably going to be absolutely tired of this and just want to get back to my IPAs, but, you know, and, you know, the short little tasting that we did here on this episode, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I loved all of the sweetness. I thought it complemented each other very well. Hmm. So here's a question for you. If you had the choice between eating the pie with the beer at the same time versus having them separately, which direction would you go? I would definitely go with just drinking the beer by itself because I, I still want to try to achieve that saltiness that you guys are tasting that I can't seem to I'm grasp. I'm really surprised you can't find the saltiness on this. Look, I can't find it without the cake, but you add all the sweetness of this Boston cream pie in, and that saltiness <laughs> is nowhere to be found. I'm getting I'm getting the flavor of the chocolate and the custard you know, mixed together, and that's delicious. Then I take a sip, and I'm just tasting the caramel kind of wash over those flavors, and that's great, but no salt. None at all. No salt. No salt on the rim. <laughs> I said no salt to them. Burn this place to the ground. <laughs> I asked for my stapler back, and they said I couldn't have it. And I would ask for my salted caramel to be different from my Boston cream pie. I can't have them together. Took that the guacamole. Yeah, I I couldn't do both together. I didn't like it. I did not like that experience. So it's interesting because uh, I would do the same thing. So our attempt at trying to pair this didn't go as planned. So worked for me. Yeah, I thought it was great. If you oh, guys have any leftover beer, pie, just you know, pass them, pass them over here. I will no, eat going, this after the show. I'm going to finish it all, but I believe it's going to be in stages. 
I don't believe they're going to be consumed at the same time. I want to take an entire piece of Boston cream pie and just shove it all in my mouth at once, and then take an entire bottle of Southern Tier salted caramel and try to chug it. And that's how Sam died. <laughs> that would that would be an amazing experience, just because you would just get so many. It would be like a flavor rush in your mouth, just so overpowering. But it would be great. And then after that, you just go to sleep. If you can still, <laughs> like, if you can still breathe, <laughs> like sixteen hours, you may go to sleep forever. <laughs> Dirt no, I mean, look, it's just cake. It'll it'll get down your throat with some liquid. <laughs> Okay. Bye, right? I'm not. I look, audience, it's don't porous. do that. It's porous, and it will. I don't know. Just kind of go down. <laughs> just go down. Come on, be cool, cake. Be cool. Look, n- nobody try this. <laughs> I don't. I'm not suggesting that. You yeah, can pair. You can pair desserts and dessert beer, but don't just shove things in your mouth. Like, when, when when somebody says death by chocolate, that's just marketing. Don't take it for real. Don't actually do that. Don't achieve. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe I should be careful with the advice that I give on the show. Although I wasn't giving any advice. I just said that's what I wanted to do personally. Don't take after me. This isn't this isn't an episode of Jackass. We, maybe we need a disclaimer. That's the thing. You need before, the disclaimer uh, before and you each need episode. To tell people to not do things. <laughs> Please and thank you. Right. Please don't. And if you did, you did it on your own volition because we said no. That's right. So, Steve. Yeah. You didn't like this pairing. I did not. So, with this beer in hand, is there anything you would like to try instead? With this beer in hand? No. Yes. Not interested in anything else with this beer in hand. I do have some other possible pairings. Okay. So I, I love, I'm going to pause you for just a second. So are you saying that you would just have this beer as your dessert, period? Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That's fair. So I do have some other possible pairings that okay. I, I, I'm willing to try. This All didn't right. work out for me, but I have some other things that I might be willing to try. We already alluded to it earlier in the episode. We already made reference to it earlier in the episode. Mm-hmm. The uh, Southern Tier Thick Mint, which is basically just a reproduction of Girl Scout cookies, you know, yes. the Thin Mint Girl Scout cookies. Yes. I'd be, I, I actually, I haven't done it, but I'd like to try the Thick Mint with actual Thin Mint Girl Scout cookies. Why haven't you? I don't know. I just haven't had the time, and Thick Mint's only been out for a year once. Yeah, all right. It's, 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 yeah. <laughs> That'd be a rush of minty flavor in your mouth. Yeah. All at one time. But I'd be down with that. Mint overload. Right. I'd be It'd be down like with one that. of those old icebreaker commercials when they're just... The flavor is exploding in your mouth when you chew the gum. You guys mm. remember those? Yeah. Yeah. Remember those? Yeah. Yeah. Probably be a similar experience. I hope so. I hope it is. <laughs> Better be. I, too, want my life to be like a 1998 gum commercial. <laughs> With a giant slashy X somewhere involved? Sure. <laughs> no, we're freaking suing the shit out of the Girl Scouts. Ah, uh, sweet. I, ooh, good luck with that one. That's bad. That's, that's bad, bad karma. Yeah. That's bad for the show? That's, that's not good optics, man. No. Suing the Girl Scouts? <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Why well, not? All right. I don't want any part of you guys <laughs> suing we'll the Girl sue Scouts. We'll sue Southern Deer, too. And then we'll sue you while we're at it. For what? <laughs> For disagreeing with us suing them. <laughs> or questioning our uh, enthusiasm around suing the Girl Scouts. I don't like to be questioned around my sues. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to follow this, and I'm not sure that I can. Sam does not like to be questioned about who he's suing, so he's going to sue you. Oh, no, <laughs> I get this now. Me. Yeah. Kim Jong-Sam. Yeah, so Kim Jong-Sam. So oh, this, this makes sense now. Right. Don't question his litigation or else you'll be in litigation. <laughs> <laughs> so what else you got? So another kind of obvious pairing, to mm-hmm. me at least, is uh, the Sweet Baby Jesus. Yeah. And I think you can pair that with Reese's whatever. Yeah. 
Like, I mean, Reese's, Reese's had, anything. Yeah, Reese's has how many different Reese's cup and the mini Reese's pieces and Reese's they got cereal. Reese's cereal. Just put the sweet baby Jesus in the cereal. Why not? Try milk. it. Yeah, what the hell? You're go with that. Beerios. Yeah. I've, uh, side note: I've done uh, whipped cream vodka in milk in Frankenberry. <laughs> how was it? It was pretty good. <laughs> all right. There is no I reason that that shouldn't be, be shouldn't be good. Right. Right. I mean, it's got all the ingredients to just this, make a fantastic <laughs> breakfast. This pair. This goes back to a previous episode in which I said whipped cream vodka goes with everything. That is true. That is true. It goes with Frankenberry cereal. <laughs> so Sam, do you have any suggestions? Yeah. What I would pair is a Boston cream pie with a Southern tier salted caramel. We just did that. You're supposed to come up with something else. <laughs> but I really like this one still. <laughs> okay. I'm going to sue you for not doing your work on the episode. Ah, everybody suing everybody. Nobody That's right. wins. That's right. Get him back. <laughs> Get him back. Tie yeah. him up in litigation so he can't tie others up in litigation. <laughs> Man, we got to really work this legal system. It's going to ultimately come down to which, which one of us knows the most lawyers. I know a lot about bird law, so... <laughs> Yes, I mean, I, I didn't really have anything prepared for this question, but what I will say, and something that I kind of do want to try now, is I mentioned earlier on the show I had that Marshmallow Count Chocula uh -huh. from Hitchhiker. Well, I would like to take that beer, and as we were mentioning before, really just dump it into a, a bowl, throw some Count Chocula cereal in there, mm. and just friggin' eat it. Bring it back from whence it came. Yeah, yeah, like a beer, beer cereal. Breakfast of Champions right there. I mean, just think China about how good that would be. We should we should actually do an episode where we take different beers and we put them into cereals and we eat the cereal on the show hmm. and tell everybody if that's a good did beer that, or not. Did that work or not? <laughs> did that work or not? <laughs> Was this you know, smart? <laughs> for, for those that are questioning if they should do that with their per lives. Perhaps we could take the Sweet Baby Jesus and the Reese's cereal. Right. That's oh, one. Yeah, that's yeah. one. We yeah, got the marshmallow and the Count Chocula. That's another. Yeah. And then we'll come up with a third. Whatever. Yeah, it's fine. We got time. That's down the road. Pre-production. <laughs> Some type of like vanilla milk stout with cookie crisp or something. Yeah, yeah we'll something like that. that. What the hell would you mix with tricks? Double IPA. The garbage I'm gonna, can. I'm going to do the worst <laughs> thing I could possibly imagine with a hoppy, awesome IPA in the fruitiest cereal, just so you get to try it, Adam. It's going to be so good. <laughs> but I like tricks. <laughs> fruity. Yeah, you don't like strong IPAs. That is true. Yeah, so fruity, we'll, we'll see fruity which pebbles flavor. with a double IPA from <laughs> Citra Hops. That's weird. Yeah. That's just a weird combination. Well, you got to try it to see if it works. You got to so. let the people know. Yeah. <laughs> Gets the I mean, people we are, we are for the people, and we will try oh, things on this show yeah, that people. are uh, you know very untraditional for the people. Got to be tr untraditional. Got to take risks. Got to let people know what the new thing is. We are the new thing. So what's the new thing, Adam? What's the new pairing? What's the real dessert pairing? The real dessert right. pairing. You want to know? Do it right. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to take a Sour Monkey uh -huh. by Victory. Yeah. And we're going to pair that with one of two things. Okay. Either a lemon meringue pie oh. or a key lime pie. Hmm. Okay. That could work. I, I feel with the uh, the citrus would work quite well with the, the sour beers. Okay. And I feel that those two would work very well together. I'm and down would, with that. And mm -hmm. it would be a different direction from what we've had here in the past with, with all the big all the chocolatey stouts, beers yeah. and stouts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that would definitely be something that you could use in the summertime. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a summertime patio type thing. Yeah. You got If you go like meringue pies, though, you got to go with the big mountain high meringue. 
Is there any other kind? Yeah, there's bullshit little meringue, and right. I don't care for it. Don't care for it. Don't yeah. do it. And no, then, you got to go feet thick. And there's some charlatans out there that'll use whipped cream. Really? Yeah. Ew. No, you're making that up. No. Boo. <laughs> Boo on them. That's who we need to sue. Yeah, let's do the let's do people who use whipped cream <laughs> on key lime pie. Man, I really could go for a key lime pie right now. Yeah, right. Hey, we can go back to New Orleans. I got them down there. There you go. <laughs> so that is my suggestion. I think I've got the summertime taken care of. You guys got the wintertime taken care of. Yeah. I, I got breakfast taken care of. You got breakfast taken care of. Pe- people should try these and tell us whether or we're right or not. Right. Any final thoughts on the salted caramel, Adam, before we go? Yeah, that's a good point. We should go yeah. through a quick. Uh, I enjoyed it. Okay. I don't believe it is the best coming out of Southern Tears Blackwater series. Okay. Uh, is it good? Yes. Would I have it again? Yes. Is it the best out of that? No. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. It there, It's not the best, but it is one of the better ones. Correct. I would say in comparison to the chocolate and chocolate orange, which are the right, right. The problem is if you're if you're comparing the Blackwater series beers together, that creme brulee is far and away going to kick everybody's oh, yeah. ass. Yeah, that kicks everybody's ass. So it, it, <laughs> and you also have to remember the warlocks in there as well. So right, right. Sam, what are your thoughts on the salted caramel, a ten percent ABV Southern Tier Imperial Stout? Yeah, I mean, for me, it was great. I mean, I, like I said, I didn't taste any of the salty notes, that pink Himalayan sea salt on the back end, but that didn't ruin it for me. I mean, honestly, it was a great beer, and, you know, it had a ton of caramel flavor. So, you know, great stout. Not my favorite from the Blackwater series. My favorite is personally the Thickman. I think that one is just amazing. It's, a, one, it's a great beer. It's my absolute favorite in the series. But this, this one's probably right in the middle. I don't know. It was good. I would certainly drink it again, but... I don't know. I, I want I want to tr- I want to try it again, or I want to try it on draft if I can, just so that I can try to taste the salt at some point yeah. because I'm not getting that. Now, okay. if, hmm. I love salted caramel, especially like salted caramel and chocolate together. I think it's a great combination of flavors, and I want to I want to taste everything that this beer has to offer. And right now, I just can't. I don't know what it is. Maybe I am broken. Yeah. All right. Oh well. Well, what's the, uh, let's see what your broken podium is. What is your bronze? What is your silver? What is your gold for today's dessert episode? All right. So interestingly enough, uh, in my bronze position, it's going to be the salted caramel. I'm putting oh. that. I'm, I'm, I know. I'm putting that down there, only because it, as good as it was, I think the other two beers that we had today were better, and I'm only. I'm only giving this one the bronze because I couldn't taste all of the flavors. I liked it, but I couldn't taste them all. So with that, uh, number two uh, in the silver position for me is going to be the Neapolitan Milk Stout. Uh, you know, that one, I, I got a lot of strawberry and I got a lot of chocolate. And I thought that they were both very balanced. And, you know, if I thought really hard about it and really, uh, you know, tried to find it, I think the vanilla is there, even though it's incredibly subtle. And to mix all three of those flavors together in one beer and to get the appearance of each each one of those flavors with every sip, I think would be incredibly challenging to do. So, you know, the fact that we could at least pick them all out, uh, you know, is, is a testament to the brewers and the folks that, that made that beer. So that is going to be my silver today, which puts the Rogue Lemon Cruller beer in first place. And I mean, that one, that one is perfect. I don't even know if I really liked it the best of the three, but why I'm putting it number one is because it is, it is perfect. It makes, it, it says, it's, 
states its goal, it says right on the bottle what it's setting out to achieve with the lemon chiffon cruller ale, and, and it achieves. And that beer tasted literally like that that type of donut, and I think that they uh, they really hit the nail on the head with that one. So I'm going to give that one uh, the gold for today. Okay, Steve, what uh, what are your thoughts on tonight's proceedings? Uh, bronze, I'm going to give to the salted caramel. I I like it a lot. I do like the Blackwater series in general, but just it had too much of a boozy burn on it for me. I didn't like that that much, and then the fact that it got accentuated by that Boston cream pie was just, I don't know. Have you been able to recover from it? No, it still kind of burns a little bit at the top of my palate. Maybe you're broken, <laughs> Really, too. man. Yeah. I just don't it care for that. be quite the burn it's giving you over there. Yeah, it's sick it, burn. It, it, it's, and maybe it's not necessarily a booze burn, but it's a sugar burn. Weird. Mm. Yeah, just like too sugary. Not great. Too sweet. The so for silver, I'm gonna to give to the lemon chiffon ale. Like Sam said, it is it, it's perfect in what it tries to achieve, and it does everything right. And it's one of the most drinkable dessert beers you can have. Mm -hmm. And I really like it a whole lot. But I think the Neapolitan Stout is just a little more unique, and it shoots it does shoot for the moon in trying to replicate. Strawberry ice cream, vanilla ice cream, and chocolate ice cream all in one beer. And the fact that it does achieve it for me, like I can taste all three flavors when I'm drinking it. And the fact that it also overcomes the hump of it's not too sweet and it gets good strawberry flavor in there, which is something I think is kind of hard to achieve in beer to begin with. It just does all those things right. <laughs> a little bit more than the lemon chiffon. You know, when I think of the lemon chiffon, I think of it, it's, it's a lemon beer and it's a little bit sweet and it does it without being tart you know and those those are good goals to hit but hitting strawberry chocolate and vanilla <laughs> right all in one beer right and not being too sweet and being really drinkable and not being 10 percent, and not you know <laughs> <laughs> it just does a lot more than the other ones so that's why the neapolitan gets gold for me fair enough all right so i guess it comes down to me this is actually a fairly tough one for me uh and the reason behind it is I have no idea where to put the southern tier. Okay. I can justify putting it in all three positions. The the Sagatuck and the Rogue, I've got those two figured out. Okay. I know which I know which order I would put those in. The southern tier is a bit of a weird one because I I agree with if we're looking at it purely from the Blackwater series where it ranks, it's not the best. Right. As it stands itself, it's very good. With it trying to pair with something else, it's not necessarily great. Yeah. So it's it, this is this is the wild card, and it's really bugging me because I have no idea where to put it. Okay. So because of that, because it it is conflicting. Yeah. It's going bronze. All right. Uh, it, simply because it <laughs> shouldn't have confused you so much. Well, yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> exactly. And, and we already told you where to put it. You know, we we we, we were right. So <laughs> well, the, the the reason is because it 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 wasn't able to rise above all of those questions. Right. Well, so, it shouldn't have posed those questions to begin with. Get in the bronze. <laughs> know your place, salted caramel. Amongst but it doesn't know its beers. That's the problem. It doesn't know its place. On my podium, it knew its place. <laughs> well, it knows its place on my podium as right, well. Right, <laughs> but I'm talking about my podium. And on my podium, it doesn't know where it's it, where it wants to go. And because I it it doesn't jump out and say, this is the best beer, oh no, this is or this is just behind the, the best beer, it doesn't know what it wants to be, so it ends up being in third place. Second place, first place, 
silver, gold. How are we going to put this together? Easy. Rogue, silver. Uh, it's a very good beer. They definitely called their shot. They they definitely did the lemon, lemon chiffon cruller. They made it quite well. The only problem with that is is that type of donut is not necessarily something that I enjoy. Okay. It, it is not something that I go after. If I'm at a donut shop and I need to get myself a, a half dozen donuts, a lemon chiffon cruller doesn't even pop on the radar. Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> so I would it, agree with that. It's the same. <laughs> right. It, it is a very well-crafted beer for what it's trying to replicate. The problem is it's replicating something that I don't necessarily go after. So for that, it goes into the silver, which puts the Sagatuck Neapolitan gold. I, just to go along with what you just said about what you choose as donuts, mm -hmm. even d desserts, I think I'm far more likely to choose a, a Neapolitan uh, Klondike bar than I am a lemon chiffon donut. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that just comes down to personal taste. That has nothing to do with how the beer was crafted right. or generated or anything like that. It, it, that is simply comes down to taste. Uh, so that puts the Sagatuck in the gold medal position. Uh, this is a really good beer. Mm -hmm. uh, this is one of the few beers that I've had that is quite enjoyable on multiple levels. Uh, and again, it, it's just like you guys said, it called it shot and it made it. Huh. I, this is a very good beer. This is the kind of beer that I would hand to, to anybody. Um, and say you need to try this. Yeah, that's. I think it, that's the other thing is it's so unique that it's worth everybody trying. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. If you're at the bottle shop with somebody, oh, should I grab this one or should I grab that? No, grab the Neapolitan. You won't regret it. Right. And, and I can't necessarily say that with the lemon chiffon cruller, um, simply because I don't. I don't know that enough people would enjoy that. Yeah. Because I don't know many people that like lemon chiffon <laughs> crullers. Well, and again, Neapolitan, that's a very classic, everybody knows right. what that is. Right. And Lemon Chiffon is a little snooty and up its own ass. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Yeah, there we go. So that's uh, that's how we got it. That uh, is that. Southern Tier, Rogue, Sagatuck. Fair enough. Excellent, excellent. All right. Well, that was, that was fun. I really enjoyed eating on the show because a lot of times before we record, I don't eat dinner. So this is like a nice little treat for me. So maybe we should a keep this sticks. fun. Yeah, a little yeah. snack. So before we uh, sign off for the day, Steve, why don't you give everybody our uh, social mediators things and I got websites and set up. I'm about emails and all that shit? How do we get in contact with us? Yo, Dog, if you want to get in contact with the Hop Nation wow. USA podcast, you just want to get on the social media and search Hop Nation USA. That's how you find us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. If you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Music Play, and Podbean. And if you're on any of those platforms, subscribe and leave us a review. Send us five stars because that helps the show grow. And it's also true. And it's also true. We are a five-star show. <laughs> so if you want to send a five-star show an email about any of the recipes you've tried or any of the recipes that you have created yourself or any of the beer pairings that you've created yourself and you want us to know about that, email us at hopnationusa at gmail.com. And don't forget to visit our website, hopnationusa.com, for recipes, beer reviews, features, all kinds of stuff, and every episode. And those are beer reviews that we don't necessarily have on the show. That's right. right. Other shit that we're also drinking in between recordings. Just this week, Adam reviewed the waffle sauce by Rusty Rail. Sam 
reviewed the Southern Tier Monstrosis, and I reviewed the uh, Java the Stout by Jackie O's. I read that review. I was kind of disappointed. It's not great. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, I believe your buddy Chris was asking last week about coffee beers that don't taste like coffee. That one? That's one of those coffee beers that don't taste like coffee. So I'm going to have to have a chat with him. Tell him yeah. don't do that one. Yeah, well, now he knows if he just listened to what I just said. <laughs> well, that's all I got. A fine show, gentlemen. Uh, I would say that was five out of five stars. Well, it was in honor of Brooke Shields. I mean, she couldn't be here with us tonight. And she does deserve the best, no matter what. She does. And look, we're going to try to have her on the show next week, too. And she may or may not, she may or may not be here. I mean, we, that's, a, that's a realistic possibility, but we're going to give it, you know, our best shot to bring her on the show next friggin' week. The newest mystery in the, con- in the continuing thread to listen to is Brooke Shields on Hop Nation USA. <laughs> do or do not, there is no try. <laughs> we got to have her on next week. That's all there is to it. Yeah, that's, that's what we're going that's for. That's all there so is to it. Stay tuned uh, next week to see if we actually do. And if we do, great. When we do. When we do. And hell, if we have Brooke Shields on the show, then shit, we're still talking about a bunch of great beers and we're going to be drinking and having a great time. And if she's not here, you know, on the off chance that she's not here, we're still going to be drinking and having a nice time. So, you know, join us. Have fun. Grab a beer of your own. And, uh, you know, tune into the show. And we'll, uh, we'll see you next week, everybody. Enjoy. Happy drinking. And now girls jumping on trampolines. <laughs> <laughs>